True. That is a very sexy picture of Logan. I had to wait a little bit because you've got a delay on your stream. But uh, look at that. Fucking hell. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I, I, I need to point something out here, okay? Um, Rob, where's the big, great, and clean world behind you? Is there's it not none, real? There's not. No, he's not real. Oh, no. He's not real. This has been... It's a lie. Forgery. This has been a forgery for years. I could put anything behind here. You've got it could be anything. It's nothing but lies. Okay, right. Nothing but lies on the honest war game. Okay, so That's what it is. apparently these dudes can only hear me, so I'll just ramble for a bit while Scriver attempts to fix the problem. To... Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, Tom, why don't you just say hello to everyone I and tell us what you've been you. up to this week? Yeah, sure. Uh, I'll say hello. Oh, well, uh, McGretchen is actually fallen over. Um, hey, I have done no 40k, not out of um, an inability to do so, but because I did not want to. And I was. Oh, you did not want to play 40k this week? <laughs> I did not want to why? play 40k this week. Um, so you played a lot, though, recently, I've right? Been, uh, I've been, yeah, I mean, I've been in Bath. Um, apparently, the stream is now dead again. Uh, but no, it's not. It's not. I can see it going. I don't know what the chat's talking about. Um, I was down in Bath over the weekend. I didn't have any time listening there. Listening to the chat. Well, let John alone do it. He'll. He got it. He's got it. Because I never trust him. Because they're liars. They're okay. liars. One of them told right. him I was still live with the BBC earlier. I panicked. I looked okay. at my phone and I was like, No, <laughs> you're in Bath. What are you doing in Bath? I was just in Bath seeing my unimates. Or uh... okay. Right. Well, I was just in Bath seeing my uni mates because we haven't really done that. We normally do like an annual Christmas party, except safely and legally. Um, so that was fun. It was only like six of us, so it was uh, it was pretty nice. Um, but yeah, just been down doing that. Haven't really done any forty k. I have got all my orcs boxed up though, so I was just putting all my Gretchen back into a lovely big box on the top. And I have been trying to follow a lot of the um, events that were going on this weekend, which I'm sure we can talk about later. Wait, you wait. You've unboxed them. Boxed them. I boxed them. So I used to have all my orcs just kind of on a shelf. Let me just show you the shelf. Actually, uh, this shelf over here. Um, I used to have lots of orcs yep. just kind of piled up. So uh, now I've just moved more into my really useful boxes, which are kind of stacked on top of my, uh, on top of my. Uh, what are these called? The cabinets. Uh, yeah, yeah. So yeah. organized. We need. To, we're not precariously at all, mate. That's perfect. So yeah, just need to get that sorted properly and. Uh, you know, uh, once I got more painted, we should be good to go. But we've got a lot. So, are you? Is are there new orcs for you? Like, what are you, are you painting? Like, new? Like, is there a new list in your? Head? Oh no, like, not at all. I've just been organising all my models, so it's nothing about the orcs at all specifically. It's just been uh, getting all my stuff together. So, I've got an Eldar cabinet here. I've got a Grey Knights and Xenos cabinet over here. Imperial cabinet here. Chaos and uh, Oak and War Tribes cabinet over here. And then I'm going to move all my other big models that don't fit in there. Uh, and my Lord of the Rings onto these cabinets on the side and just get it all kind of sorted. But uh, it's it's a lot of stuff, so we're we're working away for it. Um, but I've got a Christmas holiday coming up, so I should have a lot of time to to kind of get through that. It should be pretty good. Oh, nice. Okay, John, how are you? I mean, that's fine. Is that, and I asked you this already. Is this because you feel a bit burnt out? You've done a lot recently? 
Okay, that's fair. Is it only events that really drive you to, to do things? As you say. I honestly I honestly am so confused by people who just switch systems like that. They're just like, yeah, cool, I'll do Warcry now. Oh, I'll do some Blood Bowl. I'm like, what are you? Who are you? By the way, I absolutely love being a guest, especially on my own show. <laughs> so this is fantastic. Because I do shit. Can, this is can, great. Can you guys explain to me? I've, all the pressure is what drained the difference off me. between uh, Blood yeah. um, Warcry and AOS skirmishes? It is. There's no AOS skirmish oh, anymore. Oh, cool. That's that's a big difference. <laughs> mm. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. It, yeah. It's just it's just lazy, like just lazy bullshit. But um, but Warcry's are meant to be are meant to mm. be very good. I actually, do you know what? Uh, both Warcry and Kill Team are things that I would like to play fairly soon. I mean, within the next three months. Um. I'm very interested to get into Kill Team, very interested to get into Warcry, because having played a couple of games of MCP this week, um, uh, I am very interested, not because I necessarily like the skirmish style necessarily, mm. but the thing that's exciting for me is that it's far less daunting as a hobbyist mm. to produce an army to yeah. play with or produce a gang or produce a team or whatever the situation. Mm. Um, I just wish that the game scaled. I just wish... Maybe you could do, like, I think if I was to say, hey, let's play 500 points, 40k, 500 points, 40k, sorry, I bet there's a way to absolutely giga-wreck that, like, that sort of system, do you know what I mean? But I wish Games Workshop spent the afternoon it takes them to come up with a rule set uh, to just say, like, okay, 500 points, here are your restrictions. Mm -hmm. Like, there was a more competent restriction set on yeah, 500 points. Because honestly, like, like... The concept that I might be able to play two or three, like Tom, you come yep. over, we could have two or three games in an evening at 500 points. Genuinely sounds pretty exciting. Um, it, it does. Yeah, we can hear you fine. I can hear you. We can hear you, buddy. Don just spoke. Brilliant. <laughs> Don't worry, John. John's just going to sort his audio, uh, and me yeah, and fine. Tom will carry yeah, on. Yeah, I mean, I can't talk, talk about did anyway, you, did, did, uh, regardless of like that, because um, I know we had an issue this week with um, uh, a certain group of wankers and uh, and a Kickstarter, didn't we? Well, yeah, let's. Let's get on to. I'd just like to let everyone know in the 40k community that I'm painting up my 40k <laughs> army. Like, yeah. as I can. Well, like, no one's asking. <laughs> Sorry, me, Rob. No we think we forget the most, dude. Wait, what are you painting up, Rob? What are you painting up? <laughs> so I'm painting up. So I'm painting up 20. Um, so I'm basically doing orcs, mm. right? But I'm doing the 20. Uh, sorry, 15 squig hog riders. The knobs. Nice. Uh, the knobs on smashers. Yeah. Uh, but not the smashes, mm -hmm. the knobs, uh, and then twenty um, beast mm. boys uh, for my yeah. list. What I've got to do, so because I've still got orcs to do for the um, uh, kill rig, and I've still got orcs to do for um, the the vehicles that like the the, the three um, squeak buggies, basically. Mm -hmm. So they're not perfect, but 
really excited about getting the army on the tabletop. Yeah, um, like, uh, yeah, I'm I'm super keen. Uh, the miniatures, oh, like I was very excited. Like, I really do like miniature wargaming. I know, yeah. like, that's a dumb thing to say, obviously, with what I do for work. But like, <laughs> dude, the, dude, the minis are super cool. Yeah. They've got loads of flavor, and and, and that's kind of why the conversation I was just having a, 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 I was having a minute ago. Mm. Like I see the the knob on Smasher Squig, oh, lovely, fantastic model, yeah, fantastic model, and I just know that I don't have two or three days to paint it. Yeah, do you know what I mean? There's there's a certain amount of time I can afford. Like my goal is for my entire orc army to be done by New Year's Day. Wow, that'd right? be really good. Yeah. Oh, it's not. It's it's pretty elite, really. It's yeah, I the guess. fifty Squig Hogs, twenty dudes um five vehicles and then some characters right mm. is the um so it's not a lot of models yeah but my point kind of is i love the models this isn't like a meta chasing army this isn't this is like yeah. i'm super i'm super keen and i just really wish there wasn't that kind of like daunting amount to do do you know what i mean to get it on the tabletop yeah. Yeah, hundred percent. I get that. That makes total sense. But you know, it's a big investment, isn't it? I, I mean, you were always kind of super hyped about the Squig Hogs anyway. Like as soon as they came out, right? It's not like something you were doing because you thought they were super good. But um, yeah, and you enjoyed using them against Nekos the other day, right? Uh, do you know that they have a shooting attack? That's I, I did. I did not. Is it quite good? <laughs> it's twelve inch range, right? But it's it's twelve inch range, but it's AP two damage two. Me and Nick were both surprised. I was like, oh, I wonder if we've got a pistol. And I looked on the da on the data sheet. And I was what's, like, what's a range for Rob? Twelve inches. Okay, well that's not too that's not too terrible. So we'll take it's it. A, it's it's, the, it's the sticker, it's not, isn't it? it? It's the little rocket propelled like uh, melee weapon that they kind of fling. But get mm. this, yeah. So and the sticker in combat's AP two. But get this, Tom. Get mm -hmm. this. There's a saddle gear. So there's a, a grot on the back, right? So you hit on force. Right? So, right? He, so you hit uh, there you go. No, no, he doesn't have a shooting attack. But oh, this, is what I'm trying to, this is what I'm trying to get at. The, the effectiveness of this unit is crazy. Because guess what? The grot on the back is AP1. <laughs> okay. Wait, can they call the grots grot. AP minus one? No, I don't think all ah, grots are. Just the saddle that'd gears. Cool. That'd be cool. And that's that was just a chopper. Because chopper's hard. gained it, right? Every chopper's AP1. You gave a, you gave a chopper to, uh, to a grot. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, and, yeah. And, and well, and saddle gears. I'm glad to answer your question. They're IKEA cabinets. They cost like 40 quid. They're all right. Good value. Good value. Um, yeah. Um, but that's pretty much been your week, right? You played any more games or you just been painting? In fact, mate, it must, uh, how refreshing is it just to paint your own stuff rather than terrain? I mean, I'm very excited. I, I, I also, as you may have seen or may not seen, I've been doing the 40k orc terrain as well. You have, yeah. Um, uh, so there's also been that it, kind of in the background, but I've decided I'm moving on to airbrushing it, so none of that can be on stream really. Mm. Um, uh, so yeah, like th there's that, but that's exciting as well. Like a lot of challenges, which is really fun, um, and I'm super super keen to get yes. some of the 40k terrain in a very viable. I mean, I, I think we've already got some fantastic 40k terrain. Yeah, but... we do. I've seen it. it looks great, uh, and but it's functional. Re... Fu functional. Yeah, yeah. I cool. really want to get it. Okay. Yeah, I really want to get it up a level because uh, we've been asked to cover some 40k tournaments next year, which are more local. Like we've asked to do Vale Renegades again. Yes. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, right? those boys. Which, yeah. Uh, which are great guys. So it would be super sweet to take some like really excellent terrain and do some like really fun 
like high-end production. I've got a couple of ideas of how I can upscale awesome. the, the production. Um, so I, I'm super keen to make sure there's a board uh, that looks good. So apart yeah, from that, 100%. I'm great. Thanks for asking. <laughs> even if you had to prompt us first. I can't even see the Twitch chat. It's so exciting. Yeah, mate, I tell you what, it's a lot more fun when you uh, don't have to see the Twitch chat and the strange yeah. opinions and the same... Uh, Scrivo can't be heard. Yeah, which, being which is found weird. 200 times. Apparently, OBS decided that my audio would just disappear. And I, I looked and went, there's no bar. There is now. So I'm guessing everyone can hear me. Otherwise, they'd still be moaning, right? Uh, hey, hey, hey. We've, we've put this together with cotton yes. wool. So yeah, it's fine. Um, you'll, get, you'll take what you get. Exactly. Fuck you. So, yeah. so Tom, there's been some big <laughs> stories this week. Some of them you want to talk about, right? Yeah, so uh, like... <laughs> I'm going to start with one that's probably less obvious because there was something that popped up earlier in the week specifically regarding uh, James and the uh, objective rings that he makes for Honest Wargamer, right? Yeah. And I know you've already talked about it on on like the um, the Daily Show and obviously James has been on... I think James was on the Monday Show as well, wasn't he, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, but I, I kind of wanted to like throw my, my thing in there. It's not like particularly different, but I wanted to go for it anyway because fuck those guys. Do it. Um, so first of all, I want to that having worked hard on something doesn't necessarily make you immune from criticism. So while you can sympathize to the effort, uh, if something isn't valuable, you signed up for something and because of oversights or lack of competence or whatever, it isn't up to the standard that you expect when you pay your money, you're totally within your rights to criticize it. Um, and I've also consistently disagreed with and critiqued my mates when I don't think they're right on something or that something that can be done better both publicly and privately. Uh, which is why you know I'm being sincere when I say that Jim has created a brilliant product, uh, as evidenced by the fact that everyone is now emulating it. Um, they're clearly lying in print in the in the Kickstarter specifically. I'm not going to like link to it specifically, apart from critique their name in a minute. Oh. Um, but <laughs> that chart, I know that that chart they did with the ticks nexus about what their objective markers do and what other ones don't looks like something the Lib Dems post from my like letter <laughs> election season. <laughs> It was By the way, for anyone, terrible. for anyone, anyone not from the UK, um, the Lib Dem party is basically just an ineffectual nothing, yes, um, and it's true. and it's okay, it's okay to dunk on whichever side of the political spectrum yeah. you're on. Well, uh, I mean, basically, yeah. I mean, my uh, I live in Sheffield Hallam, which is a, a Lib Dem target seat because Nick Clegg used to be here, so we get all of the Lib Dem bar charts. All of them. Oh, really? Loads of bar every, charts. Every bar chart arrives. I love a bar chart. Um, and uh, while we're on it, the, my favorite you know, bar charts are ones that angled, are kind of like not jaunty. forty-five degree yeah. angle, but 40. like Maybe yeah, 40. 40 degree angle. Yeah. <laughs> it's terrible. But uh, have you guys seen the child with mum versus the child with dad memes? No, sir. It's like there's a picture of the child with mum. The mum's being really careful with it. And there's a picture of like the child with dad, and the child's just like falling off a s slide or something. I don't know, but dad's mm. really paying attention, not really, you know. That reminded me of the fold test they did on the objectives, with one of right. the just like trying to wreck the thing, and then the other one were just being really careful. It was it was just utterly absurd how obvious it was they were just speaking at like bullshit. Um, I think the entire script was crap, but the most offensive thing for me was the fact that they thought that Templar Miniature Wargaming was a good name. Because if you have you tried Googling that, <laughs> like, you're never going to find anything. <laughs> Such a terrible name for, for search optimization. But I don't know, they're just clearly manipulative chances. And fuck them, dickheads. Yeah. Uh, John, did you, have you been on to talk about this yet? Oh, How do you feel? Uh, so the, the rings, when. James and like us were all chatting about it initially. It wasn't the first of their kind either. 
So it's not like we were these kind of big innovators of it. It was more um, the the designs that were out there before in the kind of that plastic form were just, in my opinion, pretty ugly because they were just like, here's a bunch of random textures and shapes and stuff for the sake of it. And this was about kind of making it um, not at all kind of overwhelming with kind of design. It was meant to be kind of just getting not getting mm. away, right? Yeah. And not putting a logo on it makes very little difference in my in my. Opinion. I mean, to be honest, mate, it, it did such a good job of not getting in the way, but it ended up on a certain stream because it was so, you wow. know, it blended yeah. so well into the background that they just yeah, didn't even notice. I love that. Yeah, yeah. You go Games Workshop. Thanks for, <laughs> thanks, for that. thanks for advertising the product, Games Workshop. Yeah. You're the best. I think in their defense, um, they weren't really paying attention to that part of the uh, the event at the uh, at, at the venue. <laughs> so, it just what happen. are you just, saying? It felt like, are you saying, humble opinion, you saying Paul it, Murphy it, and Nick Danavati don't have a clue about Age of Sigma? When they were like what? the Giants versus the Knights, I was like, okay, okay. <laughs> I don't well, know what, what this is. Nice. They, had, they had at one point, so just to complete sidetrack on this, they had um, they cut to a table where they were playing 40k versus Age of Sigma, and this was on the GW stream. They had the making up rules for how the knights and the giants, or as we know them, mega gargants, were fighting. And I was like, cool, this is. Uh... What were the knights meant to be? So it was actual Imperial Knights or Chaos Knights. Yeah, what? exactly. They were they kind of got the two rule sets together and just went. Let's make this up as we're going along. And I was like, what? So you're showing us the high-end competitive stuff, and it's this big event. And then you cut but to a table. Things don't like have this. a toughness value in AOS. How does this work? Exactly, Tom. It didn't seem to be working. I was just like, why are you <laughs> showing me this? <laughs> why? <laughs> I was like, I just don't get it. All right. Then. I, uh, I didn't enough. see that. Yeah. I didn't see that. I heard about that, though. I heard about that. I guess it's that, ki that same kind of fun uh, that you get. Um, open play, Tom. When the... <laughs> That when there's like a riot, you're like, oh yeah, look at those guys. They're was, having a great time. Was that the second Anything... exhibition game? Um, Sorry, Rob, you finish your point. It's fine. So no, you, you it carry on. After that, I think. Carry on. That doesn't make any sense. Yeah, it, was, it was whilst they were doing okay. the, the final, they were cutting to that at the same time as well. Right, just just okay. turning my audio off fine. a little bit. Whatever. Fair enough. Okay. Fair enough. Um, well, uh, either way, uh, the objective thing is funny. Uh, is oh, what I'm going to say. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I, I didn't really, I haven't actually gone back and watched the games um, from the GW Invitational yet, but I have, I have had a look at like some things that went on in them, regardless. Uh, but we can do that a bit later when we get into the kind of tournament results and yeah. stuff. But we have had some more like some more community shit, I guess we could talk about, right? Well, I mean, <clears throat> so, uh, the, maybe can we talk about the hottest topic in the room? Is it Logan? It's no, well, I mean, he is gorgeous, obviously. Sock it to me, bro. Uh, but it's not Sock that. It, to me. it it's those bathrobes. Oh my Come god! I forgot. Yeah, holy fuck! Logan in so those bathrobes. Oh, holy just shit! Just the bathrobe. What about so the socks, though? Is is there anything worse than those bathrobes? Is my question. Yes, there has is. Anyone, has anyone seen those bathrobes? I, I, and are you ready, Rob? I can name yep. something worse than those bathrobes. Don't worry. The candles. I disagree. There's one, there's one thing together. worse than that. There's, <laughs> there's the leggings worn by someone that oh, should Oh, the leggings are great. Leggings Fuck you. Because no way. you don't need to see whether someone's manscaped or not. Or a visible panty line. It's just... 
it's not a thing. No. The, the, okay, but but how 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 important are the leggings? Like, if you also take into account, uh, like sporting, uh, ages like forty k, age sigma, like tops. It, it's Do you know the what same I mean? ballpark as that, but at least you can wear it's a not. baggier version of them. It is. Wearing a sports shirt does not reveal my ball sack. <laughs> it could do, though. <laughs> if, if you're going full Winnie the Pooh. <laughs> if I wear it like a dress, maybe it works. I don't know. But... I love the idea. And that's, I've never heard that before, John, but now I'm super invested. I'm going out tonight, love. What are you doing? I'm going full Winnie the Pooh. Deadpool Top too. clothes only. I stole it from a film, Rob. Yeah, oh, did you? When he grows his legs oh, I've back, never heard that. Uh, and he sees a little winky. Sorry, oh. sorry, sorry, sorry. Uh, uh, okay, Live well. weeks, by the way, Rob. Do you want a heavy AOS uh, England team? Uh, no. Okay then, carry on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and you'll be pleased to know I that our that. Um, we should be strop- it should be stopping dropping frames now because I've now got a green box. Very good, good work, Very John. Good, doing good, good work. Yeah, I, I found some working internet. Okay, so what do we think of the bathrobes? A likely purchase this Christmas? What do you think? I, I prefer not to look like a cultist, so I would I, w- I will avoid both of those kind of look like cultist products. I don't... Uh, John, where are you um, at with it? I already it? have a, a bathrobe dressing gown that I don't wear, so to me I'm just like, why well, add to the problem that it's something I don't use? And also... They've okay. got weird little shoulder pad things that look like they tried. They went, oh, let's make them look like a shoulder pad from a space marine, but also not. They look just like someone's gone. Uh, that's close enough. That'll that'll sort of do. Just okay. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not. I'm personally not a big fan. Uh, but uh, I can see how. Well. Uh, I don't know who would be a fan, to be honest. Like, I saw someone, like, in the, on the Twitter comment was like, can't wait for these. And I was like, okay, buddy. Okay, that's exciting for you. Because some people will like them. Some people... Is there anyone in the chat who's digging them? I think I just read that the Falcon's going to pre-order them. Because he's in the chat, obviously not giving me <laughs> shit, so it's fine. <laughs> um, yeah, people are just... Uh, uh... I'd like to see the Falcon Winnie the Pooh, to be honest. Yes, so... People are asking in the chat about what we think about uh, the the Custodes Blade Champion. You know the dupe, the sword. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Pretty uninspiring <laughs> as a miniature. It feels like they went cool. Let's let's make this character up by adding like, extra robes and a cool pose, and then then we'll decide what he's actually for. Come on, man! Like, are we all not just like done with? Are we all not just absolutely done with power armor? Like, Custodes a power armor, Sisters a battle. There's only so many. Like exactly the same armor with a bit of cloak and some candles that I can I can get just, with anymore. Do you know what I mean? Like, just put a grot on everything and then it's better. Like no one no one cares. Do they at this point? I can't I can't care anymore. I can't care anymore about power armor dudes. However, <laughs> an orc with a badass axe. Oh boy. Like this guy. Oh boy. Mega, what if you put the orc in power armor? They did. That's what they used to be. The Mega Arm was just basically power armor. Yeah. It looks like pseudo Space Marines in the second edition. Hell yeah. I'm, I I dig that. I'd buy that. That'd be cool. Yeah. I'm not uh, I'm not against it, definitely. I'm just uh I just think I just I just don't I just don't none of it excites me. Uh, the uh, the G C the cult stuff excites me. 
introduced. This stuff mm. has got me very excited. Um, but again, I'm going to wait till the actual rules are out, um, just because it's it's a bit all over the place. Um, bathrobes, final decision. Tom, yes or no for you? Absolutely. In case no. the chat want to buy you. Holy one. shit, no! Please don't. No. Okay. If I say no, I'm more likely to buy me one, but I I can't bring myself to say yes. Uh, John, pa- uh, bathrobes, yes or no? Uh, Twitch chat, yes or I can't see you, but yes not. or no? Definitely Twitch not. Chat. Although I, I, I've bought socks and an ergling, so I'm probably not the right person to ask. Did you, did did you, you buy, buy the squig as well? I didn't buy the squig because yes. it's Christmas and I just, I don't do, cri- if it was a squig that Whoa, wasn't you Christmas. Could, you could have rehomed a squig yeah. that was now but on, it was on just like, the pyre outside Games Workshop. It. But a Christmas squig, <clears throat> a squig is for life, not it's just called... for Christmas, man. To be fair, the baubles do fall off. It's called Squigmas. I don't know what you're doing. It's, you're blowing my mind. I don't know like how you haven't like cottoned onto this, and we don't always do some sort of squig-based game. Oh man! Well, it's because it's uh, Squigtober instead. If you remember, three years ago, that's something I celebrated quite closely. Is that the one that happened in November? Yeah, it was in October. No, that was October <laughs> in November. Oh. I, I actually okay. celebrated October okay. correctly. My mistake. Boss Games Workshop didn't, and then released buggies about a month afterwards. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I apologise. I apologise. I, re- I respect other people's um, other people's celebrations of yeah. squigs, um, even if they don't align with my personal uh, squig-based but beliefs. I did get the socks, though. Right? Uh, I went to a Games Workshop local to me, and I blame the fact that I just had my booster jab. What, what they are, are they? They're, what are they're, they? The, socks? they're the, the red gobbo unpacking or packing a box with a squig off, a little squig in it. There you go. Put it on the camera. 100% yeah. get those. 100% and, and I got some get those. wrapping paper as well for my secret Santa. Terrible, terrible. Person. That's an awful decision. <laughs> that is terrible. Um, uh, all right, just a quick one. Have we even talked about the recall of the Squig toy, Squig plushie? We just see that. I, I, I think we talked about it a little bit in terms of do not return because they'll burn it. Retain your Squig, yeah, but keep, yeah, retain the Squig. So long as yeah, you've not or... got any small children, protect your Squig at all costs. Yeah, do not return the Squig. Of course, uh, of course, you're absolutely right. Okay. Uh, what's next on the agenda? Uh, uh, so we've got we can talk right. We've got three options. Okay, we could talk about Leicester. Mm-hmm. We could talk about the GW Invitational, or we could talk about Henry Cavill. Uh, John, Let's you start choose... with uh, it's Warhammer Graham. What do you want to say? What do you want to say about this, Tom? I'm going to have a weird take. And this is probably going to be very inflammatory. I'm, just, I'm curious okay. to see because okay. I just don't know what to expect. Yeah. This. <laughs> Partly, this will be fun. Don't put the squig bubbles in your mouth. Indeed, good call, good call. Okay. So initially, the first things I saw related to so this is about Henry Cavill going on Graham Norton show. Graham Norton being a little bit disparaging about his hobby, I guess. Um, Graham Norton show is a UK-based chat show where he brings on celebrities and talks to them um, effectively. Um, so initially, the first things I saw related to this were a lot of people that were very excited about Henry Cavill talking about his Warhammer hobby on the Graham Norton show. And then after a, a, a day or so, it, it did a weird little shift where it was talking about how derisory Graham, Graham, Graham was of it and how he was poking fun at it. Um, now, I, I get that we want to protect a hobby because we have so much invested in it and it, it's such a big part of our lives. But I don't think we actually have anything to be insecure about. And at the end of the day, Graham Norton just poking fun at it is just... He's an entertainer, and if he's serious about it, it just shows how small-minded he is. Mm. But I, I don't think in this day and age, like we need to ever be insecure or feel like we need to all jump out and protect a hobby. And I know that's not what people are doing, but at the same time, I'm just like, 
this is a fucking geeky hobby, but it's also super fucking cool. Yeah. Like, remember the noughties where people would consider people playing Call of Duty Big Red One on the PS2 as a geeky hobby, right? Mm. Like, it's mm. it, it's no different to that. Like, the, unless you're a weeb, your hobby is not shameful. Well, so. the, uh, the thing about, uh, and I agree with your sentiments about it being very cool mm. and it not being shameful, obviously. Obviously, I already agree with that. But I think the point yeah. and the reason people got their backup about Graham Norton yeah. um, is very similar reason that we've all got our backup at someone at some point. Oh, yeah. And that's because his criticism wasn't measured and level. He didn't, like, he didn't even understand the yeah. thing, right? He was like, that's he's like, like what most is criticism, it? though. No, yeah, no, but it, no, no, some criticism is really well thought out, articulated, yeah, some is. understood. Yeah, some is, but that's not most. Yeah, well, well, this definitely wasn't right, and I think yeah, the I point about it was like yeah. in any, if it had been anything else, because I actually watched the whole yeah. clip, right? Mm. And there's a bit after where he's talking to the lady that's in Spider Man. I think she might yeah, also be in June as well. But I don't know her name. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, right. Where she talks about the fact that she was doing knitting. He asks a question. She explains it. He then asks follow-up questions mm -hmm. about knitting yeah and then mm -hmm. he doesn't he's not derisive about it he's quite supportive no. and he's like oh yeah. you know right um and i think the reason that i think like uh people have been maybe a tad defensive is because we've all had that conversation no, I, uh, with yeah. someone i'm not saying about they haven't even I... taken they haven't even taken mm. the time to yeah. learn before they start criticizing, they come yeah. in yeah. with a with almost a bigotry. Like it's a bit strong to say that, obviously. I know, right? But we understand but what almost, you mean. Yeah, yeah, like almost like a predisposition to be like, I'm going to dislike this without even listening. It, 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 right? Sure. Yeah. It felt uh, like he'd been given stuff from the researcher who went, he plays World of Warcraft, he paints Warhammer, and Graham went, I can make a joke out of something with this or didn't even necessarily take the information on board and i think that's why a lot of people got quite defensive because it came across as like he didn't no i get felt kind of like that. oh it's, it's this weird sort of weird thing where people make a joke of it intentionally right that's how it came across to me yeah i, I think it, I, I think it's just a perception of it i'm not saying people are wrong to get defensive about it i'm not at all i i just think that if if we all come out and say how fucking dare you, you know, yeah. it, it makes it look like we have to be something like something to be defensive of. When I don't think that's true at all. I think that fucking own that shit, dude. Like I, I get it too. When I was at, at school, I hid it. Yeah. Uh, even in my first year of university, I would sneak out the back of my flat of my KR multi case, walk three quarters, of, not three quarters, a quarter of the way around the city to go play at the Oxford Gaming Club, right? Yeah. Um, right. But like as I've grown older, I'm just like yeah. yeah. And I think that's the thing. Fuck it becomes it. almost. To some hobbies, cool it is a defensive thing, though, because I can remember getting the stuff. Yeah, kicked and I'm not saying I'm not it. saying they're wrong. So it's just it, it kind of will always yeah. trigger that situ sort of situation. But yeah, I'm not I'm not saying they're wrong. I'm just more going for like the PR yeah. angle. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's never going to apply to someone's individual like feelings and individual reaction to something, right? But I'm just looking at the the meta yeah. picture, I guess. Uh, yeah, I mean, like, I think there's a lot of things in there that are really healthy. Obviously, I did that interview with the BBC today um, mm. where they, they asked me a bunch of questions. And I think that the important part is, and the bit that came up that became quite relevant because obviously in the chat we're talking earlier today about the stuff. And we were talking about mental health and, and how impactful that's been on the hobby. But actually, uh, closer to home, conversation I've had recently with someone who's got really important to me was um, how, like, when you grow up different because you you're more creative or you're or differently creative let's put it that way or you're like hmm. you know 
you just aren't the same as the people around you. Like I remember very early on in, in my life, uh, me and my mates, uh, my mates would always like going out to a club and standing and just looking cool. Yeah. And I liked going out and dancing. Right. And they were like, why would you dance? Right. That's pretty like lame. Uh, they wouldn't say lame, mm. but you know what I mean? It wasn't very manly to go dancing. Right. Basically is what the yeah, lads were saying. Okay. Um, right. Uh, uh, and I was like, and one day I was just like, lads, I was just going to go out dancing. Like, if you guys don't want to dance, I was going to go get some new mates. Which is basically what I did. And the point is, um, is that it's really great to see Henry Cavill, someone who's pretty Hell famous, yeah. Talking, yeah. talking about this thing. Because, like, all those kids who might feel that they're a bit weird and different because they like that. Yeah. yeah. They, because that was something they should say. They, yeah. yeah. They have a champion now, right? And I think that's great, mm. which also means Graham's got to be the fucking bad guy. Let's dunk on that bitch every day. <laughs> like, like <laughs> Graham now represents every gran, mum, like, confused teacher, um, auntie that thinks we're weird. Like, you pick a person, Graham I mean, represents all of them wrong. now. Yeah, you know. I am fucking weird, bro. <laughs> that's the point. I just needed to stop pretending that I wasn't. <laughs> yeah but graham now is getting it every time right anytime like i'm gonna start following him on instagram every time he posts something i'm gonna be like oh is that insert something else it'll get lost in the it'll get lost but it'll it'll make me happy but it's there and, you know the it's evil. There. and it's fine yeah it was, as i fight the evil <laughs> uh, anyway yeah you got enough to be able to like pop a notification for him let's have a look no no i don't no i don't do any i don't do instagram I don't, I'm not into that. Neither do I. Um, I. Instagram has one purpose, and that's a messaging girls I meet online. And that's about it. Well, okay. Well, this is this is a this is a good opportunity for me to uh, to bring something up, Tom, uh, oh, because okay. talking about talking about using well talking about using social media. Yeah. Don't be worried. <laughs> this is very weird, right? You talking about using social media? You made uh, you made a statement on Twitter uh, a few days ago. Uh, in that you were you were stopping yeah you oh, stopping right. oh yeah oh, leads into our yeah, next yeah. One. I forgot about this <laughs> yeah. uh, that, that you were stopping you were stopping frequenting competitive 40k uh, Reddit I, yeah or is it is it 40k or is it everything it says it's called r slash Warhammer competitive but that is the last time that name will ever pass my lips uh, because I'm fed up with it not because. I mean, I made this point in like we have a we have a WhatsApp for the dudes that do the show, and I, I was I was talking with Logan about it and saying, look, it's it's a subreddit about improving, and therefore it ends up like getting filled up with like average players who want to improve, right? And then at a certain point, those average players think that they're somehow now great players because they frequent these places where they people want to improve, right? So they start telling everybody else how to play, and all you end up with is an a effectively an echo chamber where average players are telling other average players how to play and if you listen to an average player's advice on how to play you're going to become an average player um and that's not necessarily like a, I, I think it's cool that people like discussing the hobby and their competitive thing but it, it's not a particularly serious place for people wanting to improve um my issue with it isn't that though because i think that's perfectly fine i think that's you know it's just an outlet for people my issue with it is oh can i can i can I, I, like, I want to hear your no, point, you because, but I don't want to move past yeah. this. I just, yeah. just want to respond. It reminds me a lot of uh, that Game of Thrones scene with Tywin Lannister and, um, and uh, what's his name? Uh, Joffrey. Where Joffrey's like, I am the king! <laughs> and then Tywin's like, any person who has to say he's the king yeah. 
isn't really the yeah. king. And it really reminds me of every Facebook post I've ever seen where someone's like, I'm the 13th best Necron player in my state. <laughs> and you're like... Or you put your uh, you ITC to... rank in your podcast bio. You know, people that do that. <laughs> it's kind yeah. of cringe, isn't it? Is that a thing you can do? It's a thing I've seen certain that. people do. Certain people who uh, are not necessarily no, are strangers to my friends. It like. It's not John. I did actually check it's mine John earlier. I think you. I'm something like 26th in the UK for Dark Angels with a really shit score, which just means all the other guys aren't great either. Applause. <laughs> Applause. Applause. Like... There we go. Reshoot. Can we reshoot the whole show just so we could right. reshoot? I think, right. Here's what I'm we're going to do. Are you in ready? The world, I think, for Dark Angels. And Wait, I played some really shit. In February, so we're going to give John a faction and we're going to make John number one in that faction in the UK. Well, on the yeah. ITC rank. Good luck, because this, this is the only faction I'm ever playing ever again competitively. That's fine. Orcs, Dark Angels. Uh, bang. Orcs, got orcs. it. Oh, I'm sticking to my Number orcs. one orc. You're not going to beat me, John. You're not going to beat me. In 2019, I was, we'll I was make one sixth of you. best okay. Death Skulls because no one ever took Death Skulls solo. Okay. And it was always just orcs. So I was sixth. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> For Death Skulls. Anyway. Clever. <laughs> Smart. So, <laughs> so, anyway, I go into this. There's this thread that's on there, right? Um, About, like, oh, who are the best and famous players? And it's full of all the usual people who are who think the world ends at the Atlantic Ocean. It's like this, that, in fact, no, I can't watch a spoiler for an anime, but I, so I won't say that. But anyway, it, it, I think the world ends at the Atlantic Ocean and therefore they're like, oh yes, definitively, this is the case. And I'm like, okay, if you say so, fine. Um, but that isn't necessarily my issue. My, my issue is if I went into this thread and the top comment in that thread was a guy accusing a certain player of cheating Alex Fennell at the LVO in 2018. Mm. Now that top comment was top comment, but it was beneath a pinned post, and that pinned post was no witch hunting, right? Right. Um, and this person who they accused of cheating Alex Fennell wasn't even at the LVO twenty eighteen. <laughs> They're a very famous player, but they'd got their fucking name wrong. And so now everybody seventy one upvotes at the top of this thread with seventy thousand people in the sub top post top comment. See this accusation of this guy cheating. Okay? No no basis to it whatsoever. The idiot who posted it doesn't even know the guy's name. And this was up for 16 hours. Uh, am I right in thinking? Am I right in thinking? No uh, am I right in thinking that it's it was a person of colour mistaken for another person of colour? No. Oh. Oh, I, that's what I no, thought it was. Too white but, dudes. Okay. Oh, right, no, okay. it's a different thing. But equally, but you've been scrolled over Fred. And the witch holding a whole bunch of other people as well. When they said no witch hunting, there was only one person who wasn't mentioned in that thread and the comments were deleted. And it was TJ. Everyone else got lambasted. Even Sorry, if they TJ, got their fucking TJ, TJ the aggressive Lanigan. cheater Lanigan. <laughs> the guy who rolled dice and pretended there was something else on cam. Yes, that guy. Um, so yeah, I mean, it's just mental that they were allowed back to stay up. And this isn't just like one example. Um, I've seen this repeatedly. And I think it's utterly shameful that they allowed such things to stay up for such a long period of time when it's demonstrably false. Um, and also, I can't learn anything from it. The only reason I'm there anyway is to just be mean to people, which at the end of the day, I, like, I look back on not that healthy. and I'm thinking. It's not healthy. It's not healthy. Like I, It's funny when they say dumb shit, but at the same time, it's like... It's, so I didn't go in any of the They're Facebook just having groups. fun, man. They're just having just, fun, yeah. Like, I guess. I guess but, your point is. Yeah. I guess your point is, and it's very much. Uh, and I'm going to relate this to Tom in such a hard way. He's going to fucking clap me. Go. Yeah. 
very much like <laughs> Tom. Uh, the Roman Empire, one of your favourite things. Oh, here we go. One of my favourite things. <laughs> here we go. <laughs> Because, I might not even disagree with you here. It depends where you go. Well, I'm not. Uh, is the, the the emperors know that they had to control the masses, right? Then they had to control the story, right? Which is why they had uh, pub, which is why they had public speakers go out there and conform the general consensus of what the conversation is. I guess your well, point is is that such a large platform full of so many people uh, getting the wrong end of the stick, especially accusing someone of being a cheater, and it's wrong, mm, and the people yeah. not being. Um, uh, and not helping to resolve that conversation yeah. is very irresponsible, um, which yeah. is not fair, right? Well, specifically, it was also like with, with this Severan dynasty in particular, that it was con about controlling the army. So, um, to me, Severus drastically increased the pay of the, uh, of the legions in the field and debased the currency to do so because he recognized the power to make and break emperors lay with the army, and that's one of the main driving forces towards the crisis of the third century. So it's not even just about controlling the story, but it's also about controlling and uh, appealing to those who will be able to assist you in that, right? Yeah. Uh, not that I'm saying that's, I think, that um, that's what 40K is doing, but it is very interesting that the people they were actively going out and deleting comments for were Americans, and uh, a very famous UK player was being accused of being a cheater for an event he didn't even attend because the person got the surname wrong. But that's going to just happen. Yeah. Like, like uh, I've I've always loved your NA bashing and your Eurocentric look at 40k, <laughs> and I'm pro it's it. Self-play. You know, it's self-play. It. No, do you know what? <laughs> I always wonder. I'm, I always wonder. I'm like, how much shall I let Tom go on? Like, because he bashing the NA and like, um, and uh, and his love for the <laughs> Euros. Fair, and I think no, Dude. no. Listen, no. I'm, I listen. I'm with you. Let's just fucking go Euro because Mate. it's a quicker trip. I don't want to go to North America. It's too far. We just we'll pop over true, to true. we'll pop over to Spain. We'll get some sun. We'll play some forty k. Yeah, we'll have a nice time. It seems much Mate. more our lane, is what I'm saying. I I, I, I could see something here. So Neil Kerr's in the chat, right? Yeah. Neil, lovely. Guy. Would you be able to put the USA and Wales in the same group at WTC? I think that's actually called match fixing. Because stuff. think of the content. I think that's. It don't matter. Think yeah. of the content, Rob. That's it's not match fixing. How is it match fixing? Because you'll beat them. No one's agreeing a result. Because you'll saying, beat Look, them. If we played each other, it'd be great. Oh yeah, true. That's, I mean, it is match fixing because he's giving us. It's like people who grudge for the worst player in the field. Just to get, <laughs> just to get a good win at the beginning. Yeah, You've yeah, it's true. That, it's true. It's true. You've tried but that. Think of the content. Mate, every every spot needs a showman. Like, come on. Everyone needs a heal. Everyone needs a heal. So with these groups, Tom, to me, this kind of it makes me think of like if you don't like drunk people, you don't go to a pub. So I find those sorts of people sitting in a chat. If <laughs> you don't like Americans, like, just, you don't. So it's like if you don't want to, don't want to hear have people making ill-informed opinions and witch hunts, don't go in the in those groups. That I found the healthiest thing I've done is if there's any chats that annoy me, like WhatsApp chats or Facebook groups, I just bin them off straight away because all of my feeds then are just not full of shit. And if someone annoys yep. me on Twitter, I don't I don't mute them. I just unfollow them. And then they just don't turn up. I just, it's just I block them, baby. It's just done. I just well, don't have to worry I about want it. Them, I want them to know. <laughs> I want them to fucking know. Coward, though. Right? <laughs> right? I block them. Also, uh, also, if I want dumb opinions, I just go into the YouTube comments for The Honest Wargamer. <laughs> but if I want great opinions, I go into the Twitch chat oh, and I talk to the Twitch homies. According to... <laughs> According to Neil on the Content Loss podcast, Tiffus and Pumba have been bashing the UK and US scene so hard, and I'm looking at that thinking, of all the people who are allowed to bash the UK scene, those are probably the two correct guys, because they're Polish, and we steal all our lists from <laughs> Poland. 
So I I I I I accept that. Smitty Pence. Okay. I hope I've won over the Twitch chat. I can't even see him. So I hope they're on my side. Smitty Pence made a great point. He left his family WhatsApp. So he's he's done the right thing. So those guys are annoying. Just fuck them off. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you. Yeah, that's great. Um, Okay. Uh, so you left that, um, and that's uh, Tom. I think sensible decisions all round, basically there. So um, hell yeah, hell yeah. I don't need that shit in my life. And I agree with I agree like, with John's great says. content out of it. Yeah, yeah. It's just healthier. Um, yeah. If it's your yeah. hobby, that quite that segues quite nicely into an American event, though. Go for it. All right. So allegedly, this weekend there was a Games Workshop Invitational event. Now I didn't know about this for about until about like a couple of days in fact that's not true but you understand that was so the first thing we probably talk about is the publicity right um so i actually this afternoon i did some uh, some research just to see what they'd done in advance so i went to the warhammer community website to see what they'd done and i struggled to read it because i've got a new site background um covered in snow and art uh, which does not go well with the small black text which kind of blends into it a little bit but it's fine it's it is cute i just can't read it um, when I did find the article, I read it. So it was something about come and watch the best 40k players in the world play, but this event or nice, whatever. And I made a snarky, <laughs> and I made a snarky tweet because I thought it was funny um, about how urging and Skark weren't there. But anyway, whatever, it's fine. Um, so in this article, here's what I learned about the event. It's happening in Texas at the Warhammer Citadel. So that's uh, like the mini Warhammer world in Texas. Okay. Um, the, it was the AOS and 40k finales taking place over two days with finals and awards uh, on the Sunday. Uh, I don't know what the 40k and AOS uh, finales are. Um, Nick and Paul were commentating. Uh, Mike and Nick will be playing a show match on the Friday. Uh, and the games will use two new missions from a Grand Tournament pack. And then it gave you the missions. Uh, then it gave you a schedule of when there will be exhibition and championship matches, but it was live on Twitch, and specifically tells us uh, not to miss the awards ceremony at the end, where the winners will be celebrated, but they didn't bother to actually celebrate the players honoured enough to be invited in the first place. But did they not, had... they not stream the, the awards? I have no idea. I didn't watch it. I was still in Bath at that time, but it was it was quite... In the article, it tells us to celebrate the winners, but at the same time, it doesn't tell us who the people who won or did well in their events were to get invited in the first place. So we weren't celebrating them uh, at no. all. Or which games are they anyway, stream. Whatever. I don't think the article actually tells you that either. So it, it tells you it was doing an exhibition match on the mon- on the Friday, which was Nick versus Mike, which is the only one we knew anything about. Um, it said that we had an exhibition match in the morning on Saturday and a championship match on the yeah, afternoon. Then another exhibition match in the Sunday morning and another championship match in the evening, but I didn't know what the championship matches and the exhibition matches yeah. were. Um, I don't think I read any mention <laughs> of Age of Sigma, let's put it that way. To me, I was surprised when I saw some. Yeah, I mean, it's, uh, they did mention it a little bit that it would be on, but I, I don't think they talked about like broadcasting and what have you. Um, so I went to, I actually went to the Goonhammer preview because they actually leaked the news first. Um, so they might have known more. So I had a look uh, and it told me who was actually going and it told me what the criteria was. So there were four people who were invited to come and play because they'd got best overall at the various Games Workshop events. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, those were Dan Boyd, Cannon Biggs, Sasha Edelkraut and uh, Blake Law. I don't know any of those guys, unfortunately. And then they invited four people from the best general category. Now, these weren't necessarily people, but won Games Workshop events because there was only one person that did that and he couldn't make it because it was so much last minute. 
So you had James Kelling, who writes for Goonhammer sometimes. You had Brad Chester, who's a legend. Uh, you had Manny Chima fly back over from the UK. And you had Jack Harpster as the uh, Art of War representative playing his Blood Angels. Um, so what I'm mainly going to be focusing on is the um, best generals, because the way this works was it's broken down into two categories for the championship, right? So you had the best overall people having their own little mini knockout tournament. I say knockout, but it's, it's a mini tournament. And then you had the uh, best generals having theirs. Okay, so I'm going to ignore the exhibition matches as well because it doesn't really matter too much. Um, if you want to follow it live along, Goonhammer live blogged it, uh, and that was done by uh, Robert Jones. That was great. Um, Loved that. Yeah, yeah. Now I, I I like Robert, so when I say this, uh, I, I mean it with love. But it was very funny watching him say something and then get pied immediately. So, for example, the first thing he said was uh, Manny will need to hold his Talos back against uh, James Kelling because he's taken to the last. And then the next picture is just Manny ramming all his Talos into the center of the board because that's how Manny plays. Manny just goes straight in your face aggressive all the time. Um, the next thing he said uh, was that uh, Craft Worlds were going to have a really uphill battle against uh, Jack Harvester's Blood Angels. And then the Craft Worlds won the game. Mm -hmm. Uh, <laughs> and then later on, hey, uh, he predicted Brad to beat Manny. Impossible. <laughs> no, but when you're playing against one of the best players in the world, TM, <laughs> then uh, you know it's uh, it's, a, it's it's tricky. Uh, and then he predicted Brad to win the final because Brad had a more was more familiar with his faction. Uh, little does he know, Manny doesn't know what any of his rules do in any of his factions, and he still does does okay. So so it, it was you know Manny obviously won that round, which makes Manny the greatest player in the world. Yeah, yeah, officially. So, Warhammer is mm. coming home and has come home. So Warhammer was always home. Well, so, so let me get this right. Home, but... As as we understand it right now, the two best 40k players in the world are Manny mm. and Winters. Exactly. Yeah. Both British. Which That's we why need, I was going to turn need... up with my Union flag. So we need a showdown between them both. Do we not? Yes, I think we do. Yeah, we do. We do. Unless Mikey took the unofficial belt of winners. I haven't watched that battle report yet, you know, so yeah, maybe it happened. We'll have to it's, see. It's unofficial, so it doesn't matter. Unofficial. It doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> Who cares? Uh, uh, yeah. yeah. And Manny won. What was Manny running? So, right. Okay. <laughs> so, of the four lists that were submitted for this event, yeah. three of them were fixed cities. Yeah. So that is Drakari with Talos Grotesques, uh, Cronus, Rax, right? Yep. And then one of them was uh, Blood Angels, which is run by Jack Harster, because Jack Harster doesn't run anything but Blood Angels. Okay. And then uh, Jack bullied Brad into taking something that was not Fixity, e, so he took Craft Worlds in the end. Okay. Um, so yeah, it should be a... That, that was effectively what ended up happening. Um, I want to talk about a little bit about Fix City, actually, because it did make quite a lot of appearances over the course of these two events. Um, yep. The Falcon was talking on the adjacent show about how it's how it's the best list. Um, I don't actually disagree, um, but I don't fully agree either. I think it's the best for singles right now, 100%. But I think it's based upon the meta that it plays in, rather than it just being objectively the best. Completely disagree, so, by the way. Completely disagree. Okay, that's fine. It's 15 that's square okay. yes. and everything, oh, like, okay. that's the yes. core. That's <laughs> Thick City, yeah? I mean, that's... if they mind this one damage too. AP2 on their shooting, Tom! <laughs> I don't know how many times I have to say it, but it's fantastic. Okay, okay. Sorry, you carry on. Okay, so one of the things you do when you're prepping for a tournament. Right, Rob, you're going to a tournament, yes, okay? Sir. You're going to a tournament this weekend. Yeah, I can't wait. What list do you expect to play against, okay? Uh, Drakari, Admech, oh, not as much Admech. Sisters, uh, okay. Great Knights. Okay. Um, okay, Grey Knights. Thousand Suns. Uh, 
you guys have missed a very obvious one over here. Okay. Space where's the Where's the Tyranids? Man? Oh, on Tyranids, uh, Hive, Tyranids? Hive Guard. Yeah. 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 I'm so I'm, let's say I'm looking at three or four builds that I'm really know anyone to have to play if I want to win the event. Okay. Yep. <laughs> Fair enough. So let's say I'm looking at four or so builds that I'm going to look to play against, right? I'm going to play against uh, Hive Guard. Yeah. Well, if I'm playing Drakari, I can't take trading Drakari because I don't get a trade against that. I just die. But Fix It will give me a chance. Okay. Fix It will give you if a chance. If I'm playing against the. Uh, Drakari. If the Drakari is fixity, then the best. Then trading doesn't beat that most of the time. Although it, it can do, you just have to get quite lucky. Um, you probably just want to go for another fixity mirror. If you're playing against um, Grey Knights, um, I think that might be one of the ones where trading is slightly better. But I don't think it's a massive difference. Whereas with the Hive Guard back, it absolutely is a massive difference. So those are the three main factions that I'm expecting to run into. And for all of those, I probably want to go fixity because it just does better into all of them. Now, if you take things like Hiveguard out of the equation, and you take things like, then maybe Fix City isn't quite as popular because you can just go trading build and you don't have to worry about it because you're not having to worry about hitting these massive builds where they just kill all your transports turn one, right? Mm-hmm. So uh, I, I think it is the strongest list to take singles right now, but I think it's also meta dependent. I also think that if you're playing teams, you probably end up taking the, the trading because you're able to control that Hiveguard match a lot more, but also you're able to play in multiple different styles rather than just running at your opponent and hoping you can grind through. If you want to take a grind list, you can take various different factions that can do that. Things like Necrons, things like Death Guard, things like maybe even Thousand Suns um, that effectively do the same role. Uh, and then you should Krakari as a bit of a speed bump that can get points of anything. So. I, I think it's uh, probably the strongest singles list to take right now, but I also think that's meta-dependent rather than based on innate strength within the list. John, uh, I think the strongest singles list is Orcs. Um, I think and that's I, specifically I because of AP2. Yeah. I, I, think, I think it's still... You can't get enough stuff in an Orc list to do what, what? I want to do. No, it's still, Are you it still runs serious? out of steam. You can still run out of steam with it. Whilst, like, the way that that Drakari build works, it just it stays Scribble. alive long enough. Scrivo, can I point out that you took a squig off yeah. in your yeah. rock list? Maybe that's where some of the points are going missing. I have changed my list drastically since then, and it's I still struggle with it. So you only played Dark Angels, no, yes? No, 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 not them. I've been playing Orcs. <laughs> what, is, uh, <laughs> what is in your current list, John? Like, talk to me about your current like feelings with Orcs. I really want to know. My current list. Thank you, by the way, John. Uh, so Tom, for uh, I think a really um, great little review there for a second. So I'll say that. No, no problem. My current list is actually basically stolen, Rob. Oh, really? Who from? Um, Brian, who took out Polish. another event that oh. Tom's going to bring up in a sec. Okay. Brian C. Yeah, it's a great list. So mm, One of the Scottish boys. He's a good lad, so Brian. I like my, Brian. My thing that I've been trying to get to work in my list in the last couple of weeks has been putting in Death Copters. And it was nice to see a list that had a big blob of them do great. Because I really like them as a unit. Oh, yeah. I've always enjoyed them. Like in seventh edition, in seventh edition and eighth edition, I use them because I like the models. But actually seeing yep. them actually have a purpose now is great. So, okay, all and right. I've, and uh, I've so... got twenty of them, so they better be good. Well, this brings us on uh, very nicely to um, uh, to Tom's next point, right? Yes. What do you mean, the Leicester GT? Yeah. 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 Okay. Well. Before we get into that and the specifics of the list, I want to talk about what exactly did well at the last GT because it was a big event of 300 players, okay? Yep. And then the top four at the end of that made uh, a, uh, a kind of mini tournament and then the winner of that then won the last GT, yep. okay? Yep. So the undefeated players at the end of day two were Brian Seep and his Orcs, uh, Boris Mishev and his uh, Drakari from Bad Dice uh, Boris Cafe. Boris from Bad Moon. Bad Moon. Yeah. That's, yeah. yeah. 
Uh, John King and his Dark Angels. Ugh, that Somehow Dark Angels. Very boring list. Such a boring list. <laughs> it's, it's Dark Angels script, though. I know, but it's kind of a feature. Uh, Why is it boring? Dude Loman, oh, uh, ugly Tom, as as friends of the show would know. I can't, I can't ever call him that now. Yeah. He's too beautiful. I know. So. That's why I loved that you made that a thing, and he got quite upset, and it was lovely. He's gorgeous, <laughs> gorgeous. So Tom Loman, if you're listening, you're gorgeous. He is, yeah. he is. Uh, we had uh, Joe Mailer, he was playing Drakari as well. We had Simon Edwards playing Thousand Sons. We had Don Maidlow playing yet another Drakari. Uh, Henry Byrne playing Thousand Sons and David Schmidt playing Knights of Renegades and that was all the five wins guys yeah. and then we had Catherine uh, filling out the top ten with four wins and a draw uh, with his death card so that was the top ten and the top four were Brian Boris, John and Tom Lohman so that is two Drakaris, one Orcs and one Dark Angels filling out the, uh, the, top, the top section there mm-hmm. so I have got all of the top lists when I can scroll through my thing, there we go just have a look because I screenshotted all of them. Mm. So, which one do you want to go first? Do you want to go through the Takari list first, very quickly? Or shall, shall we, we, uh, shall we get straight into it? Well, no, can we not talk about who won the event? I want to know who won the event. Talk to me about that list. So, Brian was one of the, uh, is one of the Scottish boys. He came down with Ennis. Yep. Um, and he was playing Orcs. He was one of the uh, Battle of Britain guys uh, for Scotland mm. um, a couple of uh, weeks ago. And he was running an Orc freebooters list. Yes. Um, so, if you can take this for it, I'll read it out. I mean, if you could take us for it, that'd be absolutely yeah. fantastic. Uh, so we had a beast boss on Squigasol. Yep. Yes. Uh, in his uh, Outrider detachment. Yeah, there you go. Who was the big killer boss, yep. uh, the, the head whoppers kill chopper. I really enjoyed That's saying such that. Such a good weapon. Uh, mm. The strategy boss, and then he had another strategy for extra gubbins to take a relic. Then he had a big mech with a custom force field. He had one squad of five death copters. That's 250 points, by the yeah. way. Um, had uh, a squad of three custom booster blaster wagons, the, uh, the, bu- the buggies. He also had a squad of three Mechatrack scrapjet buggies yep. and a squad of three truck squig buggies. So he had nine buggies in the list altogether. Mm-hmm. He then had uh, two Wasbomb blaster jets, as we already know their potency. And then he had another detachment, which was another freebooters one, this one being a patrol with a Death Killer War Trike, one squad of 10 Gretchen, uh, one squad of five commandos, and two squads of five storm boys. So I'm guessing that's mainly a scoring kind yes. of detachment. A little bit. So sorry, you cut out Screw. there. What, what were you saying? A little bit, mate. So um, a lot of it centers around. So traditionally, if someone's going to bring things like storm boys and commandos, they'll put them into death skulls mm. to give them obsec. So that means that they mm-hmm. those units have that purpose. In this list, um, you can spend one CP as a freebooter to make one of the units gain obsec. So you don't need to split mm-hmm. your your clan. Cool. Um, so it doesn't matter about losing death yeah. skulls. And more importantly, the and also it works for bikes. Yes, and his um, his death killer war trike has the freebooter relic, which takes away obsec as well. So you can situationally give obsec and take it away once per turn, mm. which is a really cool kind of feature. Um, the boom blasters are an interesting buggy that we haven't seen too often in other people's lists, apart from if they're mm. taking all, like, since the FAQ, because they've got flamers as well, and mm. oh, the cool. main nice. gun is strength 7, minus 2, minus 1, 2 damage, I think it is. So, as kind of mm. a good way of dealing with kind of things like um, Dread Knights nice and stuff, it? you can deal with stuff that you might not have the firepower for otherwise. 
mm-hmm. and can clear screens with things like the flamers because they're 12-inch range flamers, if I remember rightly. But also you go big fast as well, so you can just yeah. kind of drive up. Are they assault as well? I th- Ooh, good question. That is a very good question. They're not. They're not. Because if they are, you so. can advance up yeah. as well, and then just play yes. them. So it's, yeah. it's pretty good. And, and what are the dev copters for? How do they work? So you can. There's two ways you can use them. I think he wasn't doing the deep strike route, which I think is <clears> wise <throat> when it's a big unit. But essentially, you can move forward. Mm. Um, if you've, as freebooters, if you've killed something that phase, you get plus one to hit. So they'd be hitting on fours with two D three rockets each, which are eight minus two flat three damage. Oh, mm-hmm. which is pretty bonkers. So like, 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 the, like the wing mus- missiles on the. Um... So pretty, yeah. pretty solid. And on top of that, if you need them to do combat, they have six attacks each from their spinning blades, which are basically like slightly cool. better versions of choppers. I think. Let me get the profile up because it surprises people when you kind of hit them with it. So, um, yeah, they're uh, strength five, AP minus one, one damage. So slightly better strength. So those so it's 21 attack i think it's 18 attacks from three so it'd be 30 attacks from the five of them getting into combat Mm, that's pretty good that's a fast unit as well yeah so like it i find them quite fun and the ramshackle as well they're t5 and four ramshackles fantastic yeah yeah Mm. Uh, and can i just say that i think one of the really nice things about an orc army at the minute um which i wasn't that impressed about and it doesn't really relate to um doesn't really relate to the boys themselves like you know when they, they put it they're like oh their toughness five now but like a lot of these armies are pretty high toughness across the board like like mm. you're looking at six upwards for most of the wounds in an army right yeah pretty much tom uh john uh, right. t- like all the vehicles are right that's toughness yeah. six and then yeah. the well, squid hogs are cops might be five they're five because they're basically a, a, a bike they're a flying version of a bike. Okay. So, so they're, they're not they're not quite as many wounds, but they have a great job. Because obviously fly keyword as well in a tournament situation, a lot of the time you can find that these people oh, yeah, yeah. just struggle to get around if there's too much cover or someone screens you out well. 100%. These I mean, when you're like a vehicle or a bike, it's basically yeah. mandatory to be fly yeah. at that point. Right, you need it, otherwise you're just going to struggle. And, if you, and so. if you are wanting them to get into combat as well, there's obviously the strat of um, ramming speed. You can pick it, because their vehicle keyword, I think... So what does that do, so John? For two CP, you get three D six inch charge, and on a two up, you do D three mortal wounds to a unit you end up with in engagement range. That's great. So you can guarantee the charge yeah, as well. And if if you were to choose them from putting them into deep strike and dropping them down, you've got that opportunity to make that nine inch charge not so shite, which is kind of cool, right? Very cool. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. It's still a bit yeah. risky. I don't, but, I yeah. don't think Brian Good. was. From my understanding of um, a couple of his games, he was he was no, holding them back a to. turn and then bring them forward. And then just yeah. threatening. Yeah, I think I think they're just good to yeah. friend, especially on turn one as well, so you can't really push mid-board. I like it. It's a good list, mate. I think it's cool. And then the, the two Wasbomb Blast so, Jets probably did some good, good work for him as well. I love that they're good now. Like, I yeah. love it. Like, I'm never <laughs> going to be mad about it ever. Like, <laughs> just keep having your day, Wasbomb Blaster Jets, because yeah. you're weird, and it's fantastic. Mm. Yeah. So... Shall we move on to the next list? Yeah, sure. Congratulations to him. Yeah, such a cool yeah, 100% list. Such a cool list. It's very lean. Uh, he played against... Yeah, absolutely. It's very unique. It's definitely not something he's yoinked. It's it's good. I like it. Uh, he played against Boris Mishev in the final. Uh, and he was running something he called Fin City. So uh, 
Let's have a look and see what it is. So it's Cabal of a Blackheart initially. He's got a core of the Archon with uh, Free Slith, one Lemain, and four Ghoul in it. And then he's got the Archon to go with that. That's got a tolerated ambition uh, for the Jin Blade. Uh, but he's also got Ancient Evil, which makes things fight last rather than the Hatred Eternal. So it's more of a utility Archon with a little bit of bite to it. Uh, you've then got uh, a squad of Cavalite Trueborn with a standard setup of one Dark Lance and two Blasters. Then he had one squad of five Incubi and one squad of five Mandrakes. And that was backed up by two Ravages, which you can talk a little bit about. They're a little bit more, uh, a bit more new. And then you've got three Raiders of the Dark Lance in there as well. He then had a second detachment. This was Artist of the Flesh. And that had Drazhar in it. Uh, good call there. But he's also made his Warlord uh, to give it Hatred Eternal. So he's got really lots of them there. Then he had three squads of five Racks. And then finally, there was a uh, patrol detachment with um, uh, Artist of the Flesh again. That had a Succubus in it. And then it had two squads of Racks. No, another three squads of Racks. And then another squad of Incubi and two squads of Hellions. So this isn't really... This isn't a fixed city list. Uh, it, it's more of a trading build, but rather than taking things like the witches and taking things like uh, lots of incubi and a uh, second squad of succubuses, you've gone for the racks. Now the racks all in here have individual liquefied guns, which although they got hit by the dark technomancy changes, they're still decent, uh, right? So they're not plus one to wound, like two damage, but they're still they're still very very useful for just clearing out stuff. And also, if you don't fire the obsec racks on the objective. They're probably going to hold most objectives because obsec in center of board isn't too common, and especially when you can spaff out six units that do that, you can afford to lose them a little bit more, and it works quite well. Um, one thing that I want to talk about a little bit of the ravages. So we have three raiders in here, uh, one for the Cabalite Trooper and one for some trading units. Um, so you're not floating around loads of raiders, but what the reason that the ravages are popping up a little bit more is because they're kind of like the Cabalite Trueborn, except cheaper. Um, so for example, it's 130 points for a ravager. And then 145 points for Cavalite Trueborn, and then you got to put the Cavalite Trueborn in the Raider as well. So by that point, you're spending about 250 points to make that work. Whereas for 260 points, you can get two Ravages, which give you three Dark Lances hitting on threes, re-rolling one of the dice for a couple of a Black Heart, and effectively achieve the same thing. So there was a little bit of a murmur about people just dropping the Trueborn altogether, uh, taking the Raider for something else, and then just using one Ravager and fire and fading it behind walls repeatedly, right? Um, or the, the, the Drakari equivalent. Um, of that emote is 2 cp uh with this one it's actually changed down to having the two ravages and the cabalite trueborn just because it's, it's still more chess to get rid of of all, you, of all you're dropping raiders down you've now got two more vehicles you're floating around the board that people have to do really deal with or they i mean you think they have to deal with right sometimes you can just ignore them but it's one of those where at least you're putting the pressure on you've still got those vehicles that are kind of pushing up the board and if you need to even if they're not too scary what you often want to do with raiders you want to push them up but what if you just push the ravages up first so you have turn one ravages go forward and you have raiders behind they can start as a nice screen because 130 points isn't too much really to ask and also if it's not useful in a matchup it's just not useful in a matchup so you might as well make use of it as a screen for your raiders in the first place right uh, so you can have a screen for a screen for a screen uh, so you'll have, I would assume you'd have uh, one raider with the Cabalites, uh, one raider with the Court of the Archon, and then another raider with two um, squads of Incubi in it, and then you'd be running your racks around individually, uh, which which is fine. Although, potentially, you could just keep the Incubi back as, like, counter charge them and just run the racks around and just dump them out on objects in the center. I think it depends on mission. If you're playing something about, like, Vital Intelligence, maybe you want some racks in the center that you can just dump out onto little objectives and what have you, uh, especially with the CP changes. Um, although, we'll have to see how the new missions work and, and see how this tweaks. Uh, sure, agreed. <laughs> just like, yeah. Yeah. I could do the second Rakari list while we're at it, if you want, just uh, before we get back into. Oh, describe what to do the. Uh, do you want to do the Deathwing list, mate? It's 
just three big blobs of Terminators with chain fists. Ah, no, 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 no. I'm going to read it. I'm going to read it. And then you're going to tell exactly us what it's exactly what I've been fighting <laughs> against. It's horrible. I, it's, it's probably the most right, effective okay, way well. of playing the book. Let me, let me explain it. Okay. 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 Right. Ready. It is Deathwing Vanguard Detachment. Okay. You ready? Yep. It's got Azrael. Yep. Got Ezekiel. Yes. It's got a nameless Blade Guard Ancient with some stuff. Call him Derek. Uh, a device, decisive tactician, heavy bolt pistol, pendant of remembrance, hero of the chapter. Don't know what any of it means. It's the, it's the then, too. It's got a big squad of one, two, three, four, six, I think that's ten Deathwing Terminators. Yes. It's got another squad of ten Deathwing Terminators. All these have chain fists, by the way. Okay. It's got another squad of ten Deathwing Terminators. Okay. Then it's got an apothecary. Then it has a bike, right? A Terminator's Ravenwing Apothecary, yes. And then it's got another squad of 10 Terminators. John, how do you feel? I feel like it does the job of sitting around, not dying sufficiently, but it's also incredibly boring. <laughs> it's, it's... Uh, like, it's, Why it's... is this 1-5 games? Screw it. Oh, because it, like... it has things it can do, but it does feel like it's just blobs of Terminators just standing around, holding and killing and not dying. But isn't it, so why have Dr. Kendra not been winning? Isn't it going to be either that or the other, though? Isn't it either going to be like that training game yeah. on the objectives, or it's going to be someone holding that objective, right? Yeah. It's going to be either or. So it's interesting because Azrael gives them all a four-up invun, so they don't need to be shields, uh, have shields. So that's why mm. he's got the, the guns instead of them being melee guys. But it, it doesn't have anything to deal with things like vehicles other than in combat. So it obviously doesn't set out to be trading at all. Yeah, but I do love the idea of like ten it, terminators. It's very cinematic. It, it feels there. narrative, right? It's just they have to all teleport down, and then that's the the game. But I just so so it just can, mean can that there doesn't feel like a lot of like tactical nuance yeah. for the player. To me, it just it feels very bland as something I wouldn't want to play. I know it's had some great success, but to me as a player, I want to use all the cool toys, and that's why I fail miserably with Dark Angels. Oh, but... So, so I, I want to ask you a quick question, John. Like, Dark Angels have kind of been sat around 48% win yep. rate for a bit, yep. right? They've kind of been figured out. They haven't really been doing well yeah. at events because they just do one thing. Why has this list gone 5-0? I can't help but feel... I feel free to be brutal. I think people don't know how to deal with it, perhaps. Or, ha like, I, part of me thought, like, I want to look... I don't know what his matchups were like. I'll go and have a look at because that was the thing you, I considered you, as well. Uh, like, Hypothesize because to me it's just like it does. It's still four up saves. So eventually, if someone's got enough shots, it should deal with it. You can only wound them on fours because they've got trans. Basically, all, all permanent transhuman. Um, Ezekiel's got. I think the powers he had. There's one that's turning off someone's upset. One that's fight last. And what was the other one? other power he had it it was all stuff that you would you would be expecting to see and then there's the penitence of remembrance which is oh god what does that even do because that's the clutch of it i think is it's sent they basically clutch around that don't they let me find out i don't know i don't know dark no, it's, it's something i've never used because i always had a bias playing them to mm. have the mobility i like fast moving stuff so i always kind of compromised and put in some raven wing and look at my results it shows that it didn't I mean, forty-eight percent isn't too bad. Too bad a win rate. 
He could have just he could no, have it's played fine. super well. It's in the margin. Yeah. yeah, but it's also one of those one-dimensional lists where I'm trying to work out what he would have done differently. And I think that's cool, yeah. right? So I'm guessing he would have taken things like um, Stubborn Defiance, the, second, the, the auto-take secondary, and then to the last, because he's got three big blobs that people aren't going to kill. Mm. So it's... Yeah, well, four big blobs, because he's got the score of 10 uh, Terminators at yeah. the bottom as well. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's not quite the same, but yeah. it's uh, it, it's still decent, right? So it's 40 Terminators just wandering about the field, just uh, kicking, ass. kicking stuff around, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. There goes so last one, one in the top four. There goes, minus one damage banner. And then having the apothecary next to them. There you go. That's really that's really good it's actually. Ba- it's basically really, like really nice. Space Marines trying to be their best version of a Coven army. Is basically the way my brain mm. read the list. Yeah, fair play. So it's a similar thing, right? Nice. Uh, while we're on it, we'll go to the uh, the second Drakari list and rounding up the top Oof. four. So we had. Um, sorry, let me just get fellow's name again because I want to make sure I don't get it right. Uh, oh, it's Tom Lohman. Oh yeah. Cool. <laughs> There we go. Beautiful Tom. Oh, God, he's been upgraded. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, so, Tom, so you only so yeah, Rob, yeah. You only call people beautiful if they're successful at tournaments? Uh, no, if I've met them. Oh, okay. Ah, okay. That's reasonable. Uh, so, <laughs> I'll, go, I'll go through Tom's list very quickly. It's Cavalva Blackheart, uh, Patrol, uh, Archon, Ancient Evil again, uh, Tolerated Ambition. No Jim Blade on this one, though. It's literally just in there just to tag yeah. stuff and make it fight last. Uh, you've then got the same setup for the Cavalier Trueborn, two Ravages uh, in there again as well. And then you've got one Raider in that detachment. You then have a second detachment in there. So this is uh, a homunculus, uh, what squad of 10 homoxites, yeah. which is the upgraded. Yeah, that's a weird choice. Two squads of five racks in there as well. And then uh, two squads of grotesques, both those are five man. And that is followed up by a squad of two Talos, uh, one individual Talos. And then finally, you've got a Cult of Strife uh, detachment with two Succubuses. Very nice. Uh, one of which has Precision Blows, uh, Dark Lotus Toxin, and Razor Flail. So that's 14 attacks that do two damage every time, uh, as mortal wounds every time you roll a six to hit. And that ends the, uh, ends the combat section. And then you have another Succubus that doesn't have Show Stealer with just the Triptych Whip and no Competitive Edge uh, in there. Then you have one squad of five witches, so it's literally just a cult of strife included, just to take some succubuses that we were reliably informed have point increases on them. So I'm trying to work out the points I've got here because it doesn't feel like he's got too many Talos or Cronus. Um, most of it appears to have gone into the Cavalite Trueborn and the Ravages. Um, it's, it's a little bit of a halfway house for me, um, but I can see where he's gone with it. So he's still got the backup of Vilva Dark Lamps and what have you, but but equally he's sacrificing a little bit of a pushing power to do so. So it's not full thick city where you go grotesques, Talos, Cronus, and just say, here's as many uh, minus one damage, big toughness wounds as I can lob into your face. Here you go. Uh, in, instead, it's kind of gone for a little bit of, I'm going to have some shooting backup as well, which might bite you in the ass if you go second and you lose a lot of your... Um, your big guys first, so specifically if playing Grey Knights, I think that actually harms you in this matchup. Just because if you end up playing Grey Knights, you push forward to match you go first, you're going to lose all of your fixed stuff. And then it's just going to be a case of, well, can the, uh, the Ravages and the Trueborn kill back enough Dread Knights? And it's probably going to be no. It's because let's say you have four, you've got a four-person honorable save on the, Grey, uh, on the Grey Knights as well there. One of them can move after you to, as you uh, as a target as well. It's going to be very, very difficult to remove those. So... If he hits Grey Knights, I think he's in for a, a bit of a rough time. Although he may have hit that during the event, and if he's beat that, fair. I think he had um, some very challenging. What did he? From what I remember, there was he had two lots of orcs because obviously in the final, his final game, yeah, he had orcs. He had orcs earlier on. He started against 
It was Space Marine was his first matchup. It was okay. I want to say White Scars. Okay, yeah. I think it is okay so, into White Scars. Yeah, but um, a lot of the considerations in like where you've just touched on the odd choices, um, I think a lot of those were based on what physical models he had. True, so true. That's often a yeah. thing that I think gets left behind when we're kind of looking at the the top of the kind of, of course. the angle. When you're when you're critiquing stuff, you like, want to be yeah, thinking yeah. about what you could do do optimally, right? It's it's not like because if we say, oh well, you do this, but if you don't have a model to do this, it's it's going to be very very difficult because you're always going to be in a situation where you don't necessarily have the correct models. So it's all about like what your own collection looks like. But um, yeah, it's okay. Uh, I like this as inclusion. Um, I personally try and go uh, go for more like fixed stuff, but uh, yeah, it it works perfectly fine, and uh, it was a good result to get top four. Yeah, he's a very competent player, and he's he's only been playing back in the hobby three years, I think. So he's mm. he's doing quite well. So yeah, and uh, and that rounds out the last uh, GT list, which had uh, about three hundred players at it. So uh, yeah, pretty pretty big. big. When's big the event? next big? Is it Nottingham GT next? I think so. It's in January. Yeah, it's pretty exciting. Should be, uh, should be good. That's pretty yeah, exciting. Are you guys going to be going to that one? Uh, it's I'm, in walking distance. Uh, depends. Depends. I don't know if we. Do, I don't know if we're meant to be doing coverage because we might be mean, meant to be doing coverage. Um, and if we're not, and I do happen to be free that weekend, maybe it'll be the first run out for my orkies, or as I like to call them, Rob, the porkies. Shall we all run stompers? No, they, they, they don't, they're not in my do. list now. They're not in my list. So, so Tom, you say not to bring right, point John. Shall we run like stompers? Bringing squiggles, but you want me to take a stomper? No, I'm saying that if you're going to cry about not having enough points for your orcs, you can't also take a, a squig off in the same thing. Whereas if I'm okay. building a list around my stomper, that's perfectly acceptable. Fair enough. No, um, if I'm yeah, going right. to an event, I want to at least <laughs> try to take it seriously a little bit. But I know I can see. Well, what so, so okay. I also reckon that like winning best painted at these events is a piece of piss. Like, like... I don't know, man. Uh, so like 300 people in a room. Yeah, you yeah. have some good painters in there. Did you no, see the state of always at LGT, mate? Very nice. No, I did see the state of them at LGT. But, but the, the yeah. question there are a lot of good ones there, mate. I saw them. Do you want to win best painted nice. if you don't get an actual award for it, though? I mean, but you did get a, a printout. Hey, was there an issue with awards at uh, Leicester? So for eight... Oh, well, apparently the best uh, in faction got t-shirts, but man, but Ennis didn't have to go home topless. That was pretty yeah. cool. T-shirts are cool. Um... Were they the LGT t-shirts? Yeah, yeah. I have no I'm clue. Curious. I don't think Ennis has taken any modelling pictures, but let's go and find so out. I'm curious, check his Twitter feed. That could be related to them not necessarily selling well at the LGT. <laughs> I blame the art. I blame ah, the artwork. I see what he's saying, John. I see what he's saying, John. Ah, okay. I then. blame the artist. Right. I, uh, like, but all of those T-shirts are now NFTs. Um, <laughs> that's what I do now. It's <laughs> uh, already been stolen. That's what the price. That's the prizes are. Uh, the next TSN. The next TSN 40k uh, event. Um, the the uh, the pi- the prize is actually a picture of you with your thumb up as an NFT as the champion. That's the that's the prize. <laughs> I, I have also gone and tracked down the best uh, the best painted certificate, um, and uh, it is a certificate. Yes. Signed by Zach. Uh, but at least it wasn't wet when it was delivered. Um, I don't know if Zach signed it. He just put kind of a, a date on it. But regardless, uh, at least didn't have to respray that. So yeah, that was one by Steve Wren um, from uh, of Warhammer World, World fame. The the, the yeah, yeah. yeah the yeah. events manager for Warhammer yeah. World. That's I think he was posting pictures. Yeah. He's posting his pictures of army on. Was he posting his I pictures of army on Twitter? I reckon I can at least Twitter. get a nomination. Really cool. I reckon I can get a best get painted it. nomination. Is what I'm going to go for. Mate, have you seen his um? Yeah. 
as we put models out. See, I, I, thought, that right. was, I, I thought that was a very positive thing as well. It is good paper. Seeing though. Steve was at an event, because to me that looked like he's going out and seeing how other events are, are handling and approaching things. That's, yeah, really positive that, for that. Really right, positive right? for... Yeah, it's really positive for, yeah, 100%. 100%, because then he can maybe bring some of those ideas back to Warhammer World. Maybe they'll, perc- maybe they'll percolate up and they'll go into uh, the larger things. Maybe they'll rethink terrain. That's really excellent. Steve should be... Steve's an excellent yeah. person anyway, so like it's great that he's out there playing. 100%. 100%. All right. And I think oh, that's all I've got. Sweet. Yeah. Well, a great... I said that. I said it's half past nine. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like... A great show thank, thank uh, and a great time had by all. Thank you to Amigo Sanchez for being a new subscriber. Way! Hell yeah. Let's go. go. Thanks, Sergio. Uh, well, it's been lovely talking to you. Do you have any 40k plans before uh, next Thursday? Either of you? I might be playing a practice game on uh, on the weekend. Uh, we'll have to see. I might be going to Claycross to play with uh, one of the England boys. That'll be good fun. Oh, nice. uh, but that's about it. Yeah, apart from that. Just seeing what I fancy painting, rather. It's nice to have not having to paint for a tournament. Although that said, I need to get my ogres ready for Sheffield Slaughter. That'll be good. Okay. All right. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I um, I'm very excited to slowly be finishing off my squads uh, as I get my army more and more uh, close to ready. I like. I don't imagine I'll be able to get loads of games in over the kind of Christmas period. So I'm hoping just to just smash through the orcs. Um, and then I'll be like good to go, which I'm very, very excited about because unlike the Death Guard situation where I did them before the book, you can't get me this time. The book's out. Uh, I'm just hoping the Winter FAQ isn't too mean to me. He already knows what's up. Yeah. <laughs> all the uh, three week post FAQ or the whatever. I, I reckon the Squeak Hogs are going to dodge it, right? They're going to hit the buggies. Yeah. They're yeah. Gonna yeah. Hit the they're going to go under the radar. I reckon the Kill Rig they're not going to touch because no one's really played it enough. Yeah. So I reckon I'll be able to skirt, but skirt on by basically. It's like the uh, Squig Hog buggies are in second place in Mario Kart. Yes, and the blue turtle yeah. shell is coming. It's coming from hard. It, it feels like the way that the, the Death Copters yeah. are only appearing in lists now, so they're not necessarily going to get touched for the same reason. Yeah, I just don't want to do any Death Copters. They're, 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 that's too I don't much think to paint. Them, I think personally, they're all right. Just... All right. Well, it's been lovely. Uh, John, you're the man in charge. Do you want to say? Well, do you want to kick us I'm out? I'm not going to probably play any 40k because I'm playing Warcry tomorrow. Thanks for asking me. Um, I'm joking aside, I may actually play a game, but I'm going to steal the list from the weekend and dilute it because I don't have all the buggies. Do that. Do that. Because that's apparently the thing you do, right? You get a, a good list and you make it worse. Yes, that's what I do. That's what I always do. So yeah. Um, so am I doing the outro bit? Cool. This is fun. So thank you everyone that's uh, tuned in. Obviously, if you're watching back on YouTube. Uh, hit the bell, subscribe, do do your thing. Leave some nice comments in the bottom for the algorithm. And if you're listening to this as a hydro homie on the podcast, uh, stay hydrated and also uh, leave us some comments as well. Like we like the reviews, even if it is just you saying something. It's it's something helps, right? Um, and <laughs> Rob's gonna be back tomorrow at twelve. Uh huh. Talking yes, sir. about something Warhammer related, maybe doing his notes for the show that he'll do later that day. I don't know. That's what you do, right? Or, or have you got another that. TV interview? Sounds good. <laughs> no, 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 no. We're probably doing a tear show tomorrow. Oh, That's cool. the plan. Which tear show? What are you going to tear tomorrow, Rob? You did uh, I did Deepkin or Lumineth. Cool. Cool. Ugh. Should be good. Elves. Go. Thank you. Cool. So um, that's been us, um, and we'll see you next week. Thanks, guys. Bye, chat. Bye. <laughs>